Before we start the show, I wanted to uh, share a piece of audio with you. Okay. Just maybe. With me or with Omar? Well, no, with <laughs> both of you, I guess. I think you'll. Uh... Not, the, not the listeners? <laughs> just us? I think okay, they're going so... to be in on it <laughs> so, now. Uh... <laughs> okay. Uh, so play this. This happened earlier this week at my what's house. The, uh, what's the deal? You got a new number? You What happened to your old, your old phone number? This is my new phone number, yeah. I understand. What happened to the old phone? Yeah, 818-516-2820. Okay, but what happened to your old phone? What happened to my other phone? Yes. I dropped it in the toilet bowl. That's what happened. Oh. <laughs> no, you didn't. Did you really? I did, yeah. At your house or where? I was in the bathroom and I flipped the sink, you know? Yeah. And I was trying to grab it and then slipped out of my hand and went in. What a moron. <laughs> Jesus. Sam, the Armenian comedian, we just gave his phone number out on the air like two podcasts ago. And then he goes and he gets a bunch of phone calls from listeners and then he drops it in the toilet, has to get a new he number. He loves but, it, by the way. But why? Do, yeah, he does love it. He does why, love it. Yeah, why did he have to get a new it. phone number? Oh, that's, that's a, a great question. question. You know why? Because uh, he's a moron. No, I know why. Burner. <laughs> it's burner. A burner. 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 Yeah, burner. totally. All right, wait, 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 hold yeah. on. Uh, yeah, 818-516-2820. One more time, just for good measure. Sure, sure. Yeah, 818-516-2820. Give Sam a call, people. <laughs> Give Sam the love. Come along now. Take a ride with the BT. Let's get together and take a look the scenes talking about talking about kevin and bean come on let's start the show everybody grab your vaseline the b team yeah the b team the b team oh that's right the b team baby yeah. yeah, I love that people are writing squish, squish. in the emails that we get. <laughs> yes, yeah. they and then baby. Yeah. Yep, baby. Had a guy. Hilarious. Dude, off-road expo Sunday afternoon. I'm cleaning up my stuff, getting ready to go, and guy walks by and he goes, "Quish." <laughs> I think he's just hitting on you. Uh, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. But that's the new. That's the new foot tap. <laughs> I don't know. It is the new foot tap. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. I can't. I still. I still am blown away that people are listening. To this. And people are calling the Afro line now. Are they? Yeah. You have some messages? Yeah. I have some messages here, and I was going to ask you guys, should we just rip, totally rip Kevin Bean off and use the Afro line bed? Or totally. No? Okay, all right. You think right. so? Yeah, it's familiarity. I, uh, I mean, yeah, I feel the, dirty. The people ripping. love I mean, it. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. Let's do it. I don't care, but... What you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Let's, okay. let's try it and see how it feels. And Yeah, let us know. Call the Afro line. 323 <laughs> 520 uh, what's it? AFRO. AFRO, yeah. <laughs> hey, you don't have to uh, take Kevin's dumbness, you know what I mean? All right, here we go. Here's the first one. Hey, guys. Podcast listener here. Um, really enjoying the B-team stuff and was so surprised to find out that Mole is not Jay Moore. I was absolutely convinced that Jay Moore was Mole. <laughs> That's weird, right? Oh, you know what? But they do have their voices are somewhat similar. Oh, just the, the laugh, though. <laughs> that part. I yeah. think it is. Yeah. Well, it's not. And yeah. you heard that on episode eleven, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kevin and Bean. Actually, this call is for the uh, B team. I love the podcast until today, <laughs> and all I'm going to say is uh, a Samisode. Really, you just did a Samisode. 
just talking about them this time, and that's about all I can handle for the next year. So, pre-warn me so I'll know not to listen, because I can't stand, stand, stand the Armenian mother effing comedian. Well, uh, well, I, I mean, feel kind of dirty. I mean, we started the I mean, show off with Sam. I mean, with, the, with, with that kind of talk, you're just going to provoke me and want to do more Sam, right? <laughs> no, I'm I mean? with him, man. You I'm with him. I, mean? um, right. I, I don't know, Omar. Like, we did get some negative, you know, yeah, uh, negative email about, about <laughs> Sam. And, I don't care. You know, <laughs> I know you don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me, dude. If I, if I find it funny, dude, I want to do it. So, hey, you can just tune out. The beauty about a podcast, by the way. Fast forward. Fast forward. Yeah, it's true. Fast forward, bitches. Hey, party people. I love the B-Team podcast. Except when Dave talks. Whenever Dave starts talking, I just fast forward. See, he Maybe he can fast spin Dave off into the C Team podcast, and he can tell his dumb stories there, and I can just avoid it completely. How dare oh. you, sir? Dave, I feel bad. I don't. I don't care. Well, start that again. Hold on. Yeah. This question is for the B Team podcast. Uh, actually, it's a two parter. Um, part one. Why do uh, Filipino people love karaoke so much? Um, I don't know. I don't. I thought okay. it was Korean. I think it was but... trying to be funny, but failing miserably. Oh. I, was, <laughs> I don't and know. two, uh, where did the king of Mexico go to school? I need to know that because I've got a couple of kids, and I do not want them going there. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, I went to Sure High in Montebello, and uh, it's a very uh, it's a pretty good school. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey guys, podcast shout out. And those of you who do your podcast, listen to the B team. The story about Sam and Florida, that was the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. That was great. You guys get a thing I recap that. See ya. Florida? Yeah, we got to dig up some more Sam. Uh, I've got more Sam. Okay, yeah, I can yeah, do that. Dig up some more Sam Weiser. We've got he, a lot of like Halloween, a lot of Halloween content coming up. So we're gonna get to Halloween, and then November will be kind of a lull. We can fill okay. with some some good Samness. Cool. I also, you know, I think, and I don't know if we have this tape, but I would like to hear the first time we called the Butterball Turkey Hotline if we oh. have that. Oh, because wow. remember, it used to be fun. Yeah, yeah. The guy's defense, you know. Uh, Butterball wouldn't go on air anymore either. No, no, yeah, yeah, and I get that, but the last couple of ones, they were just kind of, it was only Bean and Ralph into it, and everybody else was just <laughs> off board. Right. That doesn't, that doesn't make it fun. Yeah. But, no. But I would love to hear, because, you know, you, I mean, how, man, you guys must have done it for like 10 years in a row before. Uh, yeah, funny. well over a decade, yeah, for I'd sure. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Listening to the uh, B-Team podcast, um, I just want to say, like, I think it's awesome because there's people that like the behind-the-scenes stuff, the production stuff. So, uh, you know, I'm one of them. I love how this stuff works. I love how you guys do the radio. So that's why I think, you know, people like it. Anyways, my question was, how did the story or, like, the dude Doto end up on K-Rock? Just wondering how that happened. All right. Talk to you guys later. Again, maybe I should have pulled yeah. that last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, these, well, are, uh, these don't fit so well on this show. Exactly. Episode 11, we, if you missed Doto. Covered all of these yeah. topics previously, yes. Yeah, so uh, 520-AFRO, the area code is 323, and you can call us anytime, 24 yeah. hours a day. Yeah. Hey, um, How do you guys feel about ripping off the Afroline music? Was ah, it okay? I love it. I'm okay. okay with it. It's all right. It sounds I, good. I expected okay. to feel dirty. I got to be honest with you. I, gotta, I don't like... I got to be honest with you. I think we're trying to be Kevin and Bean right now. We're not. It because, feels no. very awkward. Because as it's you little... heard my myself for the number and yourself for the number, we are not. <laughs> no, we are not professionals. And uh, I mean, just the way that when Kevin and Bean started, hey, they were hey, not hey, professionals. Hey, by the way... But... 
I think we're we could call ourselves professional podcasters now. Yeah. Now that we're over ten episodes deep, I'm with it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's uh, that was Omar talking. I'm Lightning, and then we have Dave, the King of Mexico, over yeah. here on the other side of the board. And um, the Afro line. By the way, I'm going to take freaking credit for that because you know how the Afro line, the name came about. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel came up with it. Not true. Yes. Not true. That's yes. I've I've always heard Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. I, I'm yeah. well aware of, and that's why. Why would I bring it up? So Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> is the reason that I chose that number. Jimmy used to doodle wieners. He used to doodle afros. Everything around the office had an afro on it. A car, afro. A jet, an afro. Like, there would be afros on everything all around the office. Every piece of paper, there was an afro or a penis, right? <laughs> and, and so they gave me all these, a wish list of, of numbers to By call By the way, to if get, he it, ever writes an autobiography, it should be an afro or a penis. Right? Afro, yeah, penis. Totally called, should. A Jimmy Kimmel story. So I just remember sitting in the office one day, going down this long list. We had a customer service rep at the phone company at at t at the time, and I'm like, we need a cool 800 number. So I had with all this list, and I got through. None of them were available. And I leaned back in my chair, and I see an afro paint uh, drawn on, on like, <laughs> like on a poster. And I said, is, is, what's afro? And I typed it up, and they're like, yeah, we have that. And I, I remember having the guys the next morning said, 323520 Afro. Will that work? And they're like, that's the greatest thing ever. So, yes, it was inspired by so Jimmy. So, Jimmy came up with it. I like he it. didn't come uh, up yeah. with it. Jimmy, yeah. thank you so much yeah, for thanks, coming Jimmy. up with the name. Assholes. Afro line. Okay, <laughs> thank you. All right, let's get into the inbox. Oh, yeah. Ooh, baby, baby, we're going to check the inbox. Baby, baby, we're not talking fart box. Baby, baby, we're not talking cat's box. Baby, baby, we're going to check the inbox. Uh, okay, this one from Alex. Hey guys, love the show. The Bean Er cat soundbite definitely <laughs> came from an interview that Kevin and Bean did with Charlotte McKinney from a Super Bowl um, Carl's Jr. commercial from a couple of years back. So we were super wrong about where how we thought that Bean's Er came about. We weren't super wrong. We just we never just, gave a definitive answer. We gave a loosely kind of like, uh, we think it came from this <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, I just want to say, don't say we. You guys are wrong. I had no idea. Oh, you didn't so, know where it came boom. from? Boom. Yeah, I couldn't, free, I couldn't remember for the life of me. But yeah, it, the <laughs> but, listeners piled on on this email oh, thread. Boy, they did, yeah. yeah, they were like, dude, you can't remember those. So funny. Yeah, yeah by the way. Off. <laughs> we have a lot to go through. So anyway, sorry about that. Uh, we were wrong, and you're right. That's how it came about. It was a phone call with uh, Charlotte McKinney. Are we going to go into the audio? Oh, shit. Yeah, we should. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. So, so uh, uh, it's Boobs, uh, Boobs McGee is what Ralph used to call her. Boobs <laughs> McGee? <laughs> Boobs right? McGee. Boobs McGee. So Boob, Boobs McGee was you can't even this say girl. It right. yeah. Say it again. Boobs McGee okay. was uh, this uh, smoking hot girl on a Carl's Jr. commercial from a Super Bowl. Yes. And it just blew everybody's mind. Like, who Who are you? Nobody yeah. knew who she was. Right. Skinny it, as rail is just, just cans yeah, for yeah. days. Yeah. Okay. So, so. So um, Bean fell in love, and he was just like, who is this girl? We have to have her on. And Kevin and Bean had her on, and they just embarrassed the hell out of themselves. Yeah, and Ralph was out that day, so that's why we played the audio from the next day, because they were just... They like, were just, oh my God. <laughs> it, was ter- it was a terrible interview. However, Ralph masterfully took it and edited it. And he's, well, um, the audio we're going to play for you right here is him recapping what happened and how we got the sound good, effect that's good, supposed yeah. to be rare. <laughs> and you know, sometimes when you're talking about women being sort of catty to each other, sometimes 
you'll make the sound of a cat and you'll go, <laughs> right? Right. Right. Bean tries to make that sound. Oh, that's what the tweet. I got a tweet from somebody saying, please isolate Bean oh, making the cat sound. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking We're about. We're going to get you up there. We're going to play it. And then we have it about three times afterwards so you can really hear it. But anyone talking about a cat would go, <laughs> right. Please listen to the attempt. <laughs> I hope you kept every one of their names so that you could send them a copy of your Carl Jr. ad. How you, you guys, like me now, um, bitch? I just want you to have uh, this copy. Here's a shirt signed by me. Um, have a good week in your trailer. <laughs> They're probably all pregnant now, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that's what I was trying to do. It sort, sort of sounded like it a little bit. I, I think the message <laughs> got across. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the best thing ever. It sounds like an old crank up siren underwater. <laughs> this is this is just like when I was trying to do the dog pound with our city hall that time. I can't do dog sounds. Apparently, I can't do cat sounds oh, no, either. I think you do them both perfectly well. <laughs> you hear that again? Oh, come on. What's wrong with you two? Yeah, what's wrong with them indeed? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I had forgotten about that completely. Super, super funny. Here's the thing is that, uh, you know, I bust Kevin and Bean for, like, not remembering half the bits they've done all through the 90s and 2000s. Uh-huh. Well, I feel like we, we've we've fallen victim to that as well. Well, it's I, one of these things where, when, okay, there was, um, when I took over in this produ- uh, imaging director here on the Kevin Bean Show, I'm in charge of editing whatever interview we're going to replay the following day or for best of. And for the first three years, without a doubt, I can tell you, yes, I've edited that. No, I haven't edited that. Um, Yes, this is in that folder, or we have that on that, like this, okay? After three years, like year four and five, everything starts just kind of melting together and it's like oh we you start having repeat guests and you just get so confused there's so much content you you just can't keep it straight <laughs> yeah so yeah. you know i mean they do uh four and a half hours of live radio and there's just so much stuff and then you know like how could you expect us to remember that one little piece of audio or that little one incident? Yeah. It's just crazy well, to keep, the, all, keep the, all of it straight. The emailers do, but they have their favorite <laughs> stories. They can't right. remember all, you know, 20 yeah. some odd years. Absolutely. They have the one story that resonated with them. Yeah, but it's funny, yeah. like, you know, they expect us to. <laughs> you know I know. I, mean? Ooh, like, oh. I think I just got a good idea for the show. What if we get a super fan against Kevin and who remembers most about the show? Against Kevin who? Against our Kevin. What? Well, who would remember more, the super fan or Kevin? That, well, you're, the you're, super you're fan. kidding, right? You're, right? No. Because, what do you mean no? That would what be are stupid. What you talking about? Yeah. I was at lunch I know with what? Kevin yesterday. I would have a better chance answering Kevin yeah. being questions, you know what I mean, than the, you know, the real <laughs> Kevin. I think that would be funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you were. What, you what happened? Yesterday I don't know. Lunch? I was. I was telling stories to Kevin because he's. Well, he. I can't talk about it. Uh-huh. He's. He's working on a Is project. He's getting a sex change. He's not getting a sex change. <laughs> sure. He's working on a project, and he asked. He's like, "Hey, I oh. need some some Kevin and Bean memories." So I started telling <laughs> you know, him. He, some he, Kevin he's going to get a penis enlargement, so he needs to get <laughs> on some Kevin and Bean memories. No, what? <laughs> Need to see if it works. What? Oh, I remember that. Hey, yeah. Kevin's a weirdo. Yeah. No. Anyway, the bottom line is that he. I was telling story after story. He's like. Oh my God! I remember that. He just yeah, just it's all foggy for all <laughs> yeah, of us. It's I think. funny. It's funny. Uh, and another one from Alex. How did the "There's always room for J Lo" bit get started? And well, um, I guess you guys probably weren't alive in the '60s to hear this, but there was the the, the original 
Jello commercials. You guys all know Jello pudding, Jello mm-hmm. pops, Jello whatever. And so all of the original like black and white Jello commercials ended with this, Omar. No matter how you serve, there's always room for Jello. See, there's always room for Jello. So Ralph going in the way back machine um, went deep. And so there's always room for J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez. That's how that started. You guys just don't get the reference because you didn't see that Jello commercial super from the 60s. Yeah. But I mean, every time they do it, <laughs> the I, setup I, is LOL, so long. I LOL. There's it's always so room for J-Lo. Remember when we used to, we got to dig up some uh, talking to J-Lo's ass. Oh, and Kevin oh. and me, remember we used to talk to was, J-Lo's yeah. ass. It was so funny. Especially when it was when, uh, when she was dating Diddy. When she was dating Diddy. Yeah. Because that, that, they remember that, that as we talked, it was always so tired. Yeah, the whole word. Oh, word. so low. But the voice is so low. Wait a minute. Do you remember? So uh, when when we first started, was it was it Ralph or was it Jimmy? It was Ralph that was doing J-Lo's ass, right? It was always Ralph. I think it was always Ralph. And yeah. Ralph would put crap in his mouth. Ralph would put like. Um, I put, wouldn't know that. Now he put, he put gum. Or was it um, was it gumballs I was getting for him? He was oh, filling his mouth. Funny. So it was like, more than <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, fart. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, next one here. We got, uh, this is Ed Wrightson. Uh, loving the B-Team podcast. I can't figure out where that yeah, Eric phrase came from. What the fudge, bruh? We're going to have to do a deep dive on my uh, uh, Cucamonga heat. Yeah, we can't waste Cucamonga heat just on this. <laughs> I'll, I'll just kind of yeah. briefly explain where the yeah era came from. Is um, So back in the late 90s, I want to say this was probably 98, I was going to uh, junior college and taking some broadcasting courses, and one of my assignments was to make a short movie. Or it was it was just a short something, you know? So it was like me and my friends, we, we, we were like... The stoners and the partiers, we put everything off to the last minute. <laughs> so we're like, oh, man, we have a project due in three days. So we took – remember those big old cameras that were the size of like um, – like know. a suitcase. Yeah, it was a suitcase. <laughs> you know, you had to put it on your shoulder. Yep. So I had oh, one of those. Yeah. You know, bought, bought it at Circuit City. Now Remember wait, this, the City? VHS cassette goes in the camera you put itself. The VHS tape in yes. it. Yeah. So um, we, we I had one of those because I that's where that's where I thought my career was going to go. That's what I, I wanted to do. So I think maybe down down the line I would want to get into maybe editing of, of some sort. But that's what I originally wanted to do, and I just kind of like fell into radio. That's funny. You and me both. Yeah. I was in video as well. Yeah. So I thought I, I thought. For sure, I was going to get into film or do something like that. It's still real. I'm really passionate about it. Like now, I'm you know more editing like you know stuff for my kids or whatever. Like like uh, I'll make uh, something for uh, my wife. Like instead of like you know buying her something, I'll make her movie montage or whatever of my kids. Aww. But um, <laughs> but uh, so we made this movie. We shot it in one day. Um, I edited in another. Uh, Wait, you another. did the, Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is in one day? This is, oh, yeah. I, but it looks like it was over a couple of days. It does. And, you know, I mean, when you watch it, and you could you could find it on YouTube, just search Cucamonga Heat. <laughs> Cucamonga and, Heat. Yeah. Yes. And, and the sad thing is, is that our project was the best project. Oh, of, no. Because it's crap. It's, yeah, it, it's pretty craptastic. But keep in mind that I edited and put everything, all the sound effects, through um, an old crappy DJ mixer, two VCRs, um, putting in the sound effects real time because we didn't have the fancy you know computers that we had to have today. Right, right. And back at our junior <laughs> college, we didn't have any editing bays like Avid or anything. Like Avid was it back then. You didn't have. Um, uh, and Avid was many thousands of dollars. Right. Super expensive. Yeah. 
So, uh, you know, uh, we had these two, like, VCR um, uh, decks that you would edit on and you record. And um, the funniest part, though, of the Kukamonga Heat is when I would add the sound effects. I had a sound effects CD just, like, with multiple shots. (laughs) I didn't have any single-shot sound effects. So whenever a guy (laughs) would fire a a gun in the movie... Like a pistol. He would just, like, go like this, like, bang... But the audio is bing, 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 bing. <laughs> so, I was wondering yeah, why dude, that... It's super funny. But this is a conversation that the yeah, Eric, and this is how creative I was. So I'm on the phone with a guy named Eric, who my, my brother's name is Eric. That's how <laughs> I came up with Eric. And uh, yeah, yeah, this is this is a little bit of the audio from that conversation. Yeah, Eric. Hey, what's up, man? It's Mr. Khan, dude. I need you to take care of something for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> so Kevin and Bean were like, yeah, Eric. Yeah, Eric. So anytime anybody named Eric <laughs> would call in, yep. and Psycho Mike was like, he fell in love with it. Yeah, he was Every the board op. Every single time, time yeah. he was the board op. So anytime there was an Eric, yeah, Eric. Yeah, in the Eric. back, Always, oh. always. Yeah. We live in a world of sound bites, and uh, when they latch on to one, they just, they just sink oh, their teeth yeah, into it totally. big time. That was a good one, too. Yeah. So this one is from uh, Stephen O'Reilly. One of my favorite moments over the years was the segment where Ralph played an alien with a high, squeaky voice. I don't recall the details. I just remember laughing so hard I cried. Well, Stephen, this one is for you. Oh, you want me to play it? <laughs> Come on. Hello. Yeah, can you hear us? Hello. It's Kevin, Kevin and Bean calling from Earth. We're one planet over. Hello, is this thing on? Yeah, it is yeah. on. Kevin and Bean. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Blorge. Blorge. What's up, guys? Hey, it's been a long time since we've talked to you. It has been. You guys must be running low on bits. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it no. funny, by the way? Isn't it funny that we've got a hookup to talk to a Martian, yet we think to call it like once every couple of years? <laughs> <laughs> how, how are things on Mars, Borge? Couldn't be better. How you fellas doing? We're real good. It's a little hot up here, though. We got a bit of a heat wave. Is that right? Yeah, five, six hundred degrees every day. <laughs> Woo! Wow. Wow. Okay, we thought it was. Dip in the pool. <laughs> we, we thought it was hot down here. I guess you would come down here and be cold. I bet. Yes, it's even hotter up here. <laughs> 500, 600 degrees. That's what you're saying. Uh, Borge, last time we talked to you, if I remember, you were quite the partier up there on Mars. What Woo! was that drink What was that drink that you liked so much that you used to have, have up there? I have one right now. Yeah, what is that? It's the Carp Christmas. <laughs> I'm sorry? Carp Christmas. What's that made with? Uh, you got one touch of Glypsicon, mm-hmm. a little taste of Plagnishkot, Serum Bond, just a half a dram of Nakaparvins, <laughs> and then you mix it all up with some ice. And then a splash of car finds That's a tough language you got there. <laughs> Could supposed, you repeat that a, recipe, a, please? A, you got a half a gun for kind of scum. <laughs> <laughs> Just about an ounce of two or splogna talk. Uh-huh. A little taste of smurf. Mm-hmm. Uh, shake it out with some plug narvicans. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just float. You just tell floater of spring crumb. <laughs> Sounds, sounds delicious, and that keeps you cool up there for the Martian summer, huh? Oh, I'll tell you, I'm sweating far rhymes up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Somewhere on the internet, there is a video of, like, a animated video of this segment. Oh, there, that's right. Yeah, we, we animated that. Oh, we yeah. animated it. I have no idea where it's at. I don't have it, but someone does. It's out there it's somewhere? Out there. Yeah. I'll so. see if I can find that. I, I don't know. At some point... In the 2000s, it became funny to, like, fade out. Like, r- like if we didn't have the answer to something, you'd go, like, what street are you off of? Oh, I'm off of the shit. You know, no, I, th- was- I, I always heard that from Ralph because I thought Ralph was a comedy genius. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. His comedy that's genius. That's hilarious. Well, that's that where it like, came from. Yeah, it just, it just started. If you didn't have the right answer, you would that's start so confidently and then fade out. Like, yeah, I live on Mount Rose. What's funny. that? 
You should start doing the bits, Lightning. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Voice master, Lightning. Oh, it's so not, hilarious, not, not man. Feeling that. Not um. feeling that at all. It's I don't good. do the voice It's bits. good. Come on, Lightning. So, so, do you do any impressions, Lightning? Yeah, you do. Let's hear some of your uh, George H. Bush. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, yeah. right. They had him yeah, yeah, yeah. do the, the bush. Oh my God! Uh, what were, what was his catchphrase? It was a. Uh, I don't uh, know. That was. Big. I don't. Uh, well, it was a Dana Carvey. He did it, and then yeah. would you do that? But he had a catchphrase. What did? What did everyone is oh, listening I, right now? Going, it, it's it's get her done. No, it's not get her done. <laughs> <laughs> it's not get her done. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I remember the kids. Used to do it. But I don't remember what. It was the one thing that Kevin Bean would call you, you know, to yes. do. Yes, <laughs> and I can't remember. What did he used to say? Google it really no quick. Oh, George Just Bush. Just say anything. Catchphrase. No, but it, that's all he could do is catchphrase, Dave. It's <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Bean, you know? He does like two words from Hulk Hogan. Right. You know? Please hold. Please right. hold. Uh, yeah. George Bush. Like, yeah, what did he do? Just think of something to, to do, do while we're waiting. While we're waiting. So tap in catchphrase? Yeah. George H. Bush catchphrase. Huh. Oh, man. I don't I, I, I just, I can, da, da, I can da, I'm almost da, da, there. No, I can, da, 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 I can, what did he, one uh, be, oh, I got it, I got it. Hear, okay, wait. Out of these troubled times. Oh, no, I got it, I got okay. it. Don't, don't screw me up. Okay. Fifth of No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. You ready? Yeah. One be prudent. Yeah. No? That. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that was a waste of time. <laughs> no, I liked it. Dave, you set me up for failure. <laughs> okay, what were, what were we talking about? I, I, I don't know. We're, but... we're talking about how masterful Ralph was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Well, you're beating me up. So impressions are fun. They're hard, man. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I don't, Omar, I don't do you do any impressions? Do I do any impressions? Yeah. Oh, God. No. No, I couldn't. No, no. So no. Not, um, not even like. With your kids or anything, you don't mess around. Oh with yeah, depression? yeah. I mean, like you don't do like like Big Bird or no. I, I do. Um, <clears throat> it's they're all terrible. So what? They're all terrible. Let's, let's hear. It, let's hear. It. Hi. Oh wait, wait. <laughs> what? What is that? Oh, wait, um, um. Hi. Uh, <laughs> all I know. How are you going to guess it? All I know how to say is my name is Elmo. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear it. <laughs> let's see. Hi, my name is Elmo. My name is Elmo. Uh, you can wow. kind of hear it. Yeah, that's actually not bad. That's way better than mine. <laughs> you know? Way better than mine. <laughs> My name is Elmo. And uh, what do I do? Uh, <laughs> oh. Tickle me, Elmo. <laughs> uh, I used to do a Shaggy. I haven't done Shaggy in a long time. Oh, let's hear Shaggy. Um, like Zoink Scoob. That was pretty good. Yeah. Wow. I like that one. So th- that's it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I have those two. Rushed me. <laughs> Better than his uh, George Bush. Uh, one may brown. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, speaking of lightning, we have this. This oh. I, I've never heard this audio. I heard it uh, maybe yesterday. It blew my mind. Blew my mind. So <laughs> lightning was the OG or was Mark the uh, Wolf Boy, OG Whipping Boy? Um, so the original Whipping Boy on the show was Mark the Wiffle Boy. When I okay. first got here in June of 91, Mark had already been here for uh, a year and a half. And he was doing the, – the thing that I fell in love with Mark is he was the guy that um, – Kevin Bean went through all the, the, the labels on products and said, like, uh, don't take oh. this medicine, you know, <laughs> uh, like, you know uh, and, and operate and heavy machinery. Right. Uh, don't swim after eating a turkey dinner, like all this stuff. So what they did with Mark <laughs> is they made him do all the do not things. Like, That's awesome. And so he, they made him pee in a pool. They made him like all these <laughs> funny things, right? And so Mark was like, he was, he was great. And he was the board up and the whipping boy. Uh, and then explain, I was, explain uh, the term whipping boy. 
The Whippy, well, I mean, it's the guy that, it, how do you determine Whippy Boy? Like, it, uh, it's, he just does all the, the like, crappy I, tasks that no one wants to jester, do. Really. If you, yeah, if you, if, you, if you think it's like, if you have like a radio stunt in mind, yeah. the Whipping Boy is usually the guy they appoint to do it, right? It's yeah. the guy they throw in a, you know, a VW yeah. and, and can't win the car. <laughs> you just, you just uh, reminded me, remember that time when Lightning had to stick his d- inside a, one of those pool vacuums? Yes. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Well, I you couldn't remember that. I no. couldn't stick it all the way in because there was yeah. a great oh, over. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a big, uh, <laughs> it was a big vacuum. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we got we, we have to dig up that audio because that was one of the first things I've heard of uh, heard lightning on the air, that. and I was like, this guy is sticking his d- inside a pool. Vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, we were in Florida. We were in Florida for that. What, uh, Would you want me to spoil the bit now or save it for and, and tell the whole story in another podcast? Uh, I think we save it. Okay. 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 We'll do it later. Do it okay. later. <laughs> Try to tease you guys. That's yeah, a good yeah, tease for but, that, but, 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 but that's hilarious, dude. I remember that's like one of the first things I heard you do. I was like, who is this guy? There was some this... crazy stuff that, um, as you'll hear on this tape here. So what happened is, is uh, the whipping boy was it was Mark the Whipple Boy, then it was me, then it was Michael the Maintenance what Man. Ha- what happened to Mark? I, I'm sorry, I screwed it up. It was Mark, then Michael the Maintenance Man, then me, then Kennedy for a minute, then Big Tad, okay. Big Tad for a long time. Right. Um, in the late nineties, and it was just like it was fun. It was fun to torture that person. Mark the Wolf Boy wasn't. A, he wasn't into it. He was in like he wanted to be the technical guy, produce audio, the whole thing. So okay. he went along with it, but he wasn't really happy about you know dressing up in costumes and how doing all get, stuff. How did he get what, his name? I don't know how Mark the Wiffle Boy really got his yeah, name. That always no. fascinates me how you get your name in radio. <laughs> but I'm going to get him on the show. Like you I'm going to get him on the show. Yeah. Well, I, uh, what I'm, happened I'm, to him after Kevin Bean? He went on to go produce short films. No way. Yeah, he was he was a film major at Cal State Long Beach wow. and went on to go produce some stuff that went to like Film Fest. Is he still working on film? I believe so. Oh wow, that'd be, I believe yeah. still. Yeah, he made some really really good short films. Cool. Yeah, so I'm going to get on the show to talk about it. But anyway, so this awesome. is at some point we in the last I think what two two when we had our Tadisode right. This was our all I call big it the Tad Tadisode. <laughs> our all big Tad uh, podcast. And that was really about him and how his he was on the air so much and his notoriety got so big, got a, he, he got a huge head, and um, it started working against him and eventually got him fired mm-hmm. because he just had a tatisode, tatitude. Thank you. And um, I was starting to get pissed off because I was co-producing the show at this time where there was Frank Murphy, I think. And and me and Jimmy Kimmel and all these guys and, and like and, 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 and also were, when Lightning says he was producing the show, it's not like it is Dave. You know, I mean, not to take anything away from Dave, but the show was a lot harder to produce back yes, in the day. There because was a lot less help. There was yeah, yeah you have you, you had you have the internet. You, you know, what I mean, back then you had a phone. Yes. And, and you had a phone. And a Rolodex. I mean? You had a phone yeah. and a newspaper. Yeah. yeah. That's you know where I mean? you get your stories. So, so, right. so it was yeah. definitely a lot harder. Uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine doing that job. Nothing digital. You know what I mean? Everything had crazy. to be cut up on tape and all that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that Ooh. job, uh, uh, just assisting was, uh, I mean, imagine a, a huge undertaking. 4.45 a.m. to 6 p.m. every night. So, so, so Tad would bitch about. He would bitch about, um, well, we started this thing. Jimmy Kimmel fell in love with Tad, as you guys know. And, um, and, and for whatever reason, he one of the TV show auditions that we sent him on, we thought it'd be funny to have him go his, his audition in his underwear. I, I, we're going to have to explore why that happened. I'm sure some people will remember. But anyway. It, that is funny. So it's like funny. You, you know what? Because all of us doughy gentlemen here, right. if uh, we're in our underwear... It's funny. It's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what's not funny? Psycho Mike in his underwear. Right. And you know what I mean? That's, no, because that just angers me. Yeah, because he's, he's a hot dude. <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know? We're super doughy dumpy. And so Tad started to push back and didn't want to go and do all this stuff in his underwear, in his underpants. 
And he, yeah, he would call in and just really drag his feet on things. We're like, dude, you need to do this. It's funny. You get it's funny. He's, I don't know. And so they, uh, I think it was Jimmy, prompted me to lay out everything that I had done and to, to, to set a shining example for Tad, like right. Tad, this is all the stuff I did. What do you do? What do, you don't have what any have room you to done? complain about. What have you done? Yeah, and here's that tape. Here's the problem, Tad. Since you came on board with us about a year ago, you've got, you know, we've said Tatitude. You've got all kinds of uh, attitude problems. And that is that, you know, you decide what's funny and what's not funny. You decide what you do and what you don't do. You decide what our audience thinks is funny and doesn't think is funny. We've got another little uh, whipping boy here named Lightning who would like to have a shot at you just for a second. Okay. Lightning, go ahead. Now, see, Tad... <laughs> Right, let me pause you know, this for a second. Let me pause this for a second, Omar. Uh-huh. I don't know what's with my voice, dude. Every time we play old tape, <laughs> it it's like Kevin. Super, they go, "Why does Kevin?" Yeah. Well, Kevin sounds like Kevin's coherent, and then we play my tape. Hey, sound like this. Like, <laughs> you do. You're the man with no bass in his yeah. voice. I don't know what's. Maybe up. your balls dropped late or something. <laughs> oh, you know what it could be, guys? Huh? Could have been the vasectomy, vasectomy. maybe. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Shouldn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. Maybe okay. not. Lightning, go ahead. Now, see, Tad. You know, I was in your position, and uh, I, I whipped up just a small list, just a sampling of things that I have done, <laughs> so you can, uh, you know, compare what you've done so far in your career to what I have already done. You know, because we'll be in the other room, and Tad will be like, dude, did you have to, like, ever do things, like, in the nude or in your underpants? Like, it is so uncool what they're doing <laughs> to me. And so I'm just going to run down a couple things that I've done for you there, Tad. But I, I love everybody when they do Tad, they're all, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how he is. <laughs> it is so uncool what they're doing to me. And so I'm just going to run down a couple things that I've done for you there, Tad. Okay. All right. I've dressed up as Cupid. Diaper? Yes. A sperm. Oh, yeah. I was wearing little white tights. <laughs> I dressed up as Madonna. And by the way, I was seen on CNN nationwide you as were, Madonna. You were, you were hot. A Girl Scout. I sold Girl Scout cookies. Oh, yeah. Dressed up as a groundhog. I was streaking Santa three years in a row. Streaking Santa, of course, involves him with no clothes on, running through 7-Eleven, shouting, Hey, look at me, I'm naked. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, streaking Jack-O-Lantern two years in a row. Same thing, except for at Halloween. I was a target for a dart-throwing contest. I acted as bait for a mountain lion while wearing only my underwear, by the oh, way. that's right, Ted. We chained lightning up to a tree like the Endless Crest Forest where there were mountain Wait, hold on, lions hold on, hold on. smeared barbecue yeah, sauce. I need to know more I about smeared that. smeared barbecue yes, sauce What happened there? Yep, yep. I have uh, photographs. I think I'll put one up oh of me God. covered. It wasn't, I wasn't smearing my whole body, but yeah, I had a but, steak. I had a steak. But and they, I had barbecue sauce on my chest, and the steak's hanging around my chest like a necklace. But they chained you somewhere? Yeah, I was up against a tree in, a, in the uh, in Angeles Crest Forest because they had found mountain lions, and everyone's scared to death, like all around, you know, the. the well, yeah, the, because the they're mountain person. lions. Right. So yeah. they figure, right, we're going to catch him. We're going to be the ones, we're going to be the heroes. We're going to catch him. Uh, and so, what, how do you catch a mountain lion? You put raw steak uh, around a dude. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. You were bait. Uh, mm-hmm. Love that. That's <laughs> right. If I recall correctly, and used him as bait for mountain lions. I was on KTLA Morning News in only a Speedo. I was covered in barbecue sauce while wearing only a Speedo for the Great American Sunscreen Challenge. I was on the roof and also taped for for video. And he was up there for like four hours. It was 100 degrees that day, and we put a different kind of sunscreen on each part of his body and then barbecue sauce on one leg just to see which one gave him a better tan. And then someone let a bunch of chicks up to look. Wait, wait. wait, you haven't seen I that haven't photo? Heard of any of this what? stuff? This is the first time I'm hearing about this. This is at 3500 West Olive, dude. It was what is it, 12-story building? And yeah. I'm on the top in on, August on the roof. On the roof. Oh my god! On the roof. We had to get special access to get up there, and I'm in a lawn chair, all sprawled out, and I'm covered in barbecue sauce. And, and, and a Speedo, 
or whatever I was wearing. And, and you were like, yep, sign me up for that? Yeah, I'll do that. Didn't yeah. have a choice. I was forced to clean up raw excrement and sewage from the street in yeah. front of Kiss FM. That was disgusting. Yeah, it was. Kevin saw that? Yeah, oh yeah. Um, of course, I've done numerous bullhorn activities yeah. in which I did not get arrested. That right. is correct. Or plead guilty. Exactly. Though I was arrested while trying to infiltrate the Hollywood sign with its newly installed security system. That's right, we tested it out. Yeah, I was in full camo trying to get there. Yeah. I ate several pounds of junk food. And wait, 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 stop to... that, stop that. That wasn't just, Omar, that wasn't just me crawling up to the Hollywood sign. That's me getting detained by police in handcuffs or those, you know, the uh, the big uh, um, zip, the ties zip ties around my back, yeah, yeah, yeah. thrown to the squad car and let, they, they let me sit there. While they investigate what yeah, happened. Well, yeah. Did they arrest you or they just They did not go? arrest me. Apparently they knew what was up. So that okay. was, uh, they, they knew that I was up there and they waited, but they had the helicopter and the whole thing and they had squad cars oh, and, and they tried to scare the crap out of me and they did. Dude, they totally did. <laughs> awesome. But at the last minute, one of the, the like the, uh, the the cops came up and he goes, look, we knew you guys were doing it. You were talking about it on the air. We're not idiots. We Someone tipped us off. You're going to be up there. So they were just letting me s- sweat. And you were in oh, your, in your what, early 20s? I'm like, yeah, 22, 3, something like that. I don't know. Oh, man. That's good. I thought I'm going to jail for these <laughs> We have to get beer mug arrested. That'd be great. Uh, somehow. Or not. No. no. <laughs> I ate several pounds of junk food and proceeded to ride all of the Raging Waters water slides until violently sick. That's Remember right. Remember that? That was right. good. I sure um, do. I was whipped by an extremely ugly dominatrix while wearing only underwear and surrounded by a studio audience. And uh, who's that? Right. John Stewart was in here calling me names. Yeah. I was almost killed by a 500-pound pumpkin. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I drove to. Oh, that was great. It was the catapult. That yeah. was the catapult where we made, we made lightning sit in a, a chair <laughs> right before we launched the 500-pound catapult. Lightning goes running. 500-pound that, pumpkin. The yeah. damn pumpkin landed right on the chair and just obliterated it. Almost freaking died. It's great. I drove to Montana, Alaska, Nova Scotia with Gil, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania with Armenian comedian Gil, stuffed animal boy, and Ralph the poet. Um, Lightning had to drive 10,000 miles round trip. Screw 10,000, 11,500. With the Armenian comedian, Tad. <laughs> Do you understand that? In sub-zero temperature, on a deadline, 14 hours a day. Don't sure. say anything yet, Ted. Shut up, Ted. <laughs> I was flooded with sympathy when my dog died. Um, <laughs> we called him no dog, remember? <laughs> no, that's right. I was replaced by Ernesto, oh. the chicken-suited hombre. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. see, you don't remember that, Omar. You don't remember that. Stop the tape here, Omar, okay. for a second. So at some point, they uh, they wanted to torture me so bad that they um, they knew that I kind of liked being the whipping boy. Like I was, I, They knew I was in it to win it. So the ultimate way to punish a guy who really wants to do a job and please his his like big brothers who were Kevin and Bean is to remove me from the position. So they replaced me with uh, w- w- with Ernesto, the chicken suited ombre. <laughs> Jeez, funny. And, uh, That's right. I forgot and I, about Ernesto. And I still take the blame for absolutely everything that Kevin messes up. That is correct. And you know what, Tad? What? Why don't you bring your stupid, obese, egocentric, bad goatee wearing, double chin, bald head of yours right on over here and kiss my frigging ass, you whining pussy? Oh snap! Yeah! <laughs> you hear Jimmy? Yeah, that you know the sad part is. Yeah! <laughs> Come on! Sucked. You know the sad part is that Tad didn't hear about any of my stunts because he was busy listening to Mark and Brian. Yeah, that's that's true. Part. So point being, Tad. Point being, just shut the hell up and come in and do what you're supposed to do. So Tad, we're going to see you at the party in your underpants, right? Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Mark. Oh, oh, that's right. Man. It was a singles party that we're trying to get him to go to in, a, in his underpants. He just oh, didn't want to do it. There was so much in there. That was a lot. So much that you did. We need yeah. to do more to beer. Oh, mug. my God. I don't know. Is he the right guy for it? I, I mean, he'll be up for it all. He that's, is. That's the that's thing, the thing yeah, about beer mug. Be beer mug's it. a lot like you. Mm. He might be kind of like, eh, but he'll do it. Yeah. He'll yeah. totally do it. He'll, he'll, he'll totally do it. Um, I have an email about mugs. Do you want to do a minute with mugs? 
I'll you, kick in the intro and uh, yeah? we can get, we'll go grab mugs. Okay. You're going to start it now? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's a long intro. <laughs> minute, minute, minute with mugs. Our friend Beer Mug can use some hair plugs. Minute, minute, minute with mugs. Our friend Beer Mug does a lot of drugs. Minute, minute, minute with mugs. Our friend Beer Mug, man, he really bugs. Come on. That's why we gave him only one freaking minute. Because if he really sucks, well, yo, yo, man, beat it. God damn it. One minute, one minute with mugs. Why you call yourself beer mug then? That means you are always on the, like a little baby boy. Beer, I need a beer. Oh, beer mug, where's my mug? Where's my beer? I love that intro. It's a I love great intro. Part. That's the only sound I like. That part. That's it. <laughs> little bitty chunks. Yeah. Little bitty chunks. So the reason we have mugs in here is because I have an email from Alex from Simi Valley. He says that, uh, first of all, love the show. Huge fan. Love listening all the time. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good call back. And he says, um, I've always said that Chip is greater than mugs, but why change mugs from running the board behind Kev Dog to Chip? And I think that, you know, that was that's an interesting question because Lightning, you did that job. I did that job. Mugs did the job. And now we have Chip. Cycle Mike did it briefly. But uh, he was terrible at it. It was. But he was very gifted in other areas. Yeah, like just being pretty and funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, when, when he <laughs> would, you know, write, write some music and stuff. Yeah. But, but that, I think that's that. Beer Mug, how long did you run the board for? I ran the board for three years, from 2011 to 14. And what happened? Well, uh, when Psycho Mike left, I had thrown my name into the hat, and Kevin and Bean were gracious enough to throw me behind the board because I had experience running the board for Jed and Rodney and, you know, other- Carson. And Carson, yeah. yeah I started yeah. Carson back up. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so they threw me behind there, and it was fun. I mean, it got me- before I intern or after I interned, it got me more of an exposure on on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened was over well, be, 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 uh, be, before you get there, could you just kind of like briefly explain like your your duties and yes. everything? Because I mean, this is a job that you might think that okay, there's a lot of buttons and all it is is button pressing, but it's not. You have to keep a, a, a track of things, record things. I mean, it, it's a crazy job. A lot of coordination. You got to make sure beans on the air. You got to make sure two CDs are recording at all times. You got to make sure before every bit that you have every element required for that bit ready to go at Kevin's ready. In order. In order. Mm-hmm. You're there to make sure that Kevin doesn't screw up. Right. Which is a task in itself. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I overall, um, it was a tough job for me. Um, not because I wasn't capable enough to do it well. I think a lot of the times, you know, Things. Well, I went into it stupidly, saying I, the first week I've ever had the job. Oh, this, I was going to bring this up the if you did. The yeah. first week I ever had the job, I made like two or three or four, maybe or like six or, or seven ten, mistakes, right. whatever. Yeah. So I, on, on that Friday, the first week I ran the board, I said, "Okay, you know what? I've made all the mistakes that I could ever make. It's not going to happen again." And mm-hmm. Kevin, Dave, Omar, they're like, "Are you stupid? You're saying you're not going to make any? You've made? There's no way you've made all the mistakes you're going to make." I'm like, trust me, I've made all the mistakes I'm going to make. It's not going to happen again. Well, obviously, I was an idiot when I said that, <laughs> and, and 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 I made plenty more mistakes after that. But I think uh, overall, what happened was is. <clears throat> 
I would let I'm a I'm a kind of person who who likes to dwell on things a lot. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the moment like that in a live radio show, if you do something wrong, you're gonna feel like crap about it. You gotta move on. Yeah. You gotta move on because you need to focus whatever is coming up next. And I wouldn't do that very well. I would make a mistake and I'd be thinking about it two hours later and that would affect my job even more yeah, negatively. It all gets compounded. Yeah. Well, right. And not only that, it's 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 also one of these things where Kevin and Bean are very different people now. Like, 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 if Beer Mug knew the Kevin that Lightning and I knew, or the Bean that Lightning and I knew, there's no way you would have lasted the two years, two years, three, three years, three years yeah. because yeah. I'm not kidding. I that that's you know people always told me if you're going to work in the industry you're going to have to build some sort of thick skin. When I started the job, I had no skin, right. so everything would get to me. I had no, I mean, I was you know twenty twenty one. I mean, I didn't underst- have an understanding of what the entertainment industry was. None of I us. We all right. started that way. Yeah, yeah and, and I didn't have an understanding of these guys will yell at you or you know t- reprimand you and they move on. They're they, they're not thinking about it. One once they let you know that they're dissatisfied with their performance, they've already moved on. They're not thinking about it again. You know what I mean? Unless you consistently f- up, then that's that's different, right? And that's right. the conversation I kept having with Beer. I was like, dude, you gotta let it go. You gotta let it go. You Just keep to, on. Do better next time. It's next that, time, it's do that, better. So, yeah. so for me, and for me, it was one of those things where you know either Kevin or Bean would would come down on me, and I'm not kidding. I would leave here just feeling <laughs> dejected, like, dude. Yeah, I, I know, would I leave here like, like I know that feeling, I am yeah. no good. Like, why am I even like at this job? Like, 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 seriously, I suck. Like, yeah. like, 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 like I, and I would think about this one, and, and it was like a little mistake. But I mean, just because you got no, yelled they, at, you, they you know, all compound. Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. No, yeah. I, I would, you know I, what I mean? It's and no like, joke. And then like now, like I, whenever I'm, I'm like, ah, f- those guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like, look, working for the guy so long. I saw it all around. So yeah. when it became my turn, I immediately knew just can't let it affect you. Yeah. And that and that helped so much. Yeah. Because- well, fortunately for mugs, that wasn't the case. Yeah. yeah. Plus, like you know, you 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 start feeling a little bad. That yeah. leads to a snowball effect. Yeah, for sure. You just get get on edge and you start making more mistakes. Yeah. And I think what happened too is I would be starting frustrated with myself, mm-hmm. and that would hourly be shown like. It, it would be shown toward Kevin and Bean. I would start getting frustrated with them. So they're like, okay, beer mug, you gotta, you gotta put your attitude in check. Because I said, not, not it like was, it was kind of like a tattoo situation yeah, where, where sort of. it was beer mug too. But it was more like, you <laughs> yeah. know, it was like, why is everybody yelling at me? Stop it! You know, like got it. But um, but it's very overwhelming. It is it's very, very overwhelming. overwhelming. By the way, when Omar started. He had a lot of skin. I don't know what you're talking about. Have you seen that fat Omar picture? <laughs> On my Instagram, K-Rocks Lightning. That is a great picture. <laughs> K-Rocks Lightning. Fat yes. Omar, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. I had, I had wait, to put wait, that up. It's not only fat Omar. It's like I'm all like stroking out Omar, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm like doing this like weird pose. You're I don't like, know what's going on Like there. a deer in headlights. I don't know what you were looking at. You were Kevin-ing, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, wait, you know, we're talking about mistakes. Um, can you? Uh, I'm trying to think of something specific. Like, you know, people probably don't know what kind of mistakes we're talking about it's but like, oh okay like so for instance um at on friday mornings uh i would have to make sure bogart was ready to go bean gives you a cue from his drops and he wants you to hit bogart on that certain cue of the drop he plays right well there's one morning where i didn't even have that ready so it was it threw the entire i mean it throws Good the job, entire intro off <laughs> also um, one morning, Bean was having, because, you know, Bean pipes in from digital phone line, he was having issues, and I didn't have 
a I didn't have a song ready after the song that was supposed to be the last song. Okay. So there was about 30 seconds of dead air. I don't know if you can find this, Omar. I mean, you might have to do some oh, digging. Man. But you, sh- you, you can hear the lack of action that I take. Oh, <laughs> So you just God. froze. They would, like, like, I'm not kidding. Is this when Kevin was sitting down in the corner? Yes. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I, re- <laughs> I remember this. Something happened on the air, and there was dead air. And then, so, you know, usually five seconds. Five seconds in Radioland is Forever. a long time, yeah. right? Wait, wait, wait. So, hold so on. Beer wait, mug wait. would tend to... Wait, stop. Ready? Yeah. One, one thousand. Two, one thousand. Three, one thousand. Four one thousand. You guys are getting bored. Like, yeah. can you imagine yeah. sitting? If, you, with if you're silence? listening to that, you're like, "What is happening?" Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, especially, and, you, and you're and you're more sensitive to that when you work in radio because the number one rule in radio is no, no dead, dead air. air right? Yeah. So I hear it in this room, and I'm thinking, "Okay, there's there's no way this is still going on, right?" right. So so then I think it's Dave. Then Dave starts chiming in, in there. Like, hey, dead air, dead, dead air, dead air, dead air, dead air, dead air. Because he could plugged in over there, and then so that alerts Kevin. So Kevin is looking at Muggs, and Muggs is literally frozen. 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 I mean, 30 seconds. It's crazy, right? Yeah, we went over the tape, and it was something like 30 seconds. I was a deer in headlights. I didn't know what the hell to do. I mean, And, you, and Kevin's like, Muggs. Muggs. <laughs> Muggs, do something. Because what happened was, was being disconnected, I had no idea he had disconnected. So he was supposed to come in with his open, right. and nothing was playing. So, gotcha. uh, but from no that, commercial, no, no music, nothing. no nothing. I didn't have nothing any, any, everything in the AV, which is like a digital cart system, it was nothing was loaded. I couldn't, yeah. I mean, it was it was awful. <laughs> and God, God you're bringing back horrible memories but for I, me. I, horrible I think, memories. I know, it was, and I had dreams of that. Like, I'd have dreams before <laughs> that. I'd had nightmares No, I get it, that. dude. I have dreams. Dude, this is lightning speaking. I have dreams because we had those carts. They look like, eight, well, Google and eight track tape. They looked yeah. identical to an eight yeah. track tape. It was a looped piece of quarter inch tape, all right? And it had a little tone on it. It would, it would supposed to self cue. So it had, like, if it was a three minute song, the tape was three and a half minutes. So after the song would play, it, the tape would keep going for 30 more seconds and it would self cue. So then the next DJ would come in to play that song later and they just hit the go button and it would play. Well, your Jeds, your whoever weren't paying attention, they would always leave it uncued. So we get in the morning show and I'd go to hit a song and there's just <laughs> there's nothing and so you would always have to have a backup plan for when you get dead air and I had a dream dude I am not kidding the four of us in the room like it would haunt me it still haunts me yeah it still haunts me where I'm reaching up and I'm grabbing uh, carts off the off the of the windowsill here and they're all in order and I put it in and <laughs> I hit the next one I throw the next one it's just silent. So now I'm cracking up the mic, and I'm going, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I have nothing to play for you. And I don't even know what to say, and I'm freezing, and I'm just one card after the next, and it's all silence. And it's just, I wake up in sweat, and it sucks. Dude, I know. I know that feeling. It's a recurring dream for me. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, after the the, the long three years. Yeah, this is longer than a minute with mugs, by the way. <laughs> so Kevin Bean and, and, and Dave uh, called me into Kevin Weatherly's, Kevin Weatherly's office one day, and they said, listen, Beer Mug, we love you, you know. And we do love Beer Mug. Like, you know, I mean, you know, we make fun of him, and, you know, everybody gets mocked on the air. Mm-hmm. But Muggs is genuinely, you a know, a dude. sweet guy. Yeah, yeah he's totally, a nice totally. guy. That's totally. why we make fun of him, because yeah. he's too nice. <laughs> <laughs> they said, uh, you know, Beer Mug, we love you, but we don't think this is going to work out for you anymore. Boy, those and, words are scary. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like, I went. I went like you get you know how you start getting dizzy. I yeah. started getting dizzy. Tunnel vision. Uh, I started welling up. Um, but 
in retrospect, that was probably one of the best things that they could have done for me because now I not only am I think I'm more uh, an inter- uh, more I'm integrated into the show more. And let me step in and say that that it actually turned out for the best because yes. it freed up mugs to focus on other things yes. like interviews, even though they're not good. Uh, <laughs> How dare but, you? <laughs> like, and like helping out in production. Yeah. And now he takes over the podcast and yeah. gets it up right away. So we're using it. It's more efficient. We have a more efficient mug. Yeah. And it's awesome to have Chip on the board. Yeah, it, it, and it's better because, you oh, know. Let's not get crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, well, it's uh, awesome for me because I don't get to see her anymore. Yeah. And the cool part <laughs> is, is like, you know, when Omar's gone or Dave's gone or when even Chip's gone, I could still go in there and yeah. fill in for Chip. Not not on a regular basis, which is better for me. Yeah. But right. it, was, it was just taking. And he's a more focused mug. Yeah. It was so just, it was just it taking its out. toll. It worked out. And Bean explained to me, uh, I, I was like the uh, Kevin and Bean Show utility guy. So. Yeah. Yeah, if anybody's not here, I get to fill in. Which is, like I said, it, it's it's a, it's about multitasking at the end of the day. Here's the dude: job. it's you, you, either you can multitask or you can't. And if right. you're like me or Mugs or Omar's better than we are, yeah. But but it takes if you're not a great multitasker, you have to stay focused, laser focused. Yeah. So for people like Chip, she's she can multitask. And I hate to generalize, but chicks are always, almost always better at multitasking. Guys, we focus on one thing at a time, and you can do it pretty well, but as soon as something comes at you sideways, right? It's over. Yeah, it's you over. Know, one of my favorite memories, though, is that you know, we all knew when we, uh, you know, psych- we had Psycho Mike on the show that he was going to go places, right? right? We all knew, right? We're just waiting for it. Yeah, yeah. we're just waiting for it, right? <laughs> so I remember him. He would he would be back there um, reading the magazine or whatever, and I was in the studio. He was just reading the magazine, and something screwed up on the air, and Kevin's like looking at Mike, like Mike, and then he literally goes. <laughs> what? <laughs> he just didn't care. He just flipped the just page and care. went on. Yeah, he just didn't care. <laughs> that was the beauty of Mike, man. Yeah. It made me laugh so hard because that would not be me. I would be freaking out. I would freak out. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough job, but uh, it, oh, yeah. it was all for the best. Well, you succeeded. You're I, still here, dude. I, knock on wood. And you freaking married Nicole Alvarez, which I is, uh, I mean, oh my god, dude. <laughs> By the way, Nicole Alvarez has gonna is gonna start her own new podcast and talk about mugs too. Yes, yeah, she is. Whee! You know what? Yeah. I got to talk about that. You don't need to talk I about that. I heard something that was discussed on that podcast. And that was a minute with mugs. <laughs> <laughs> one minute, one minute with mugs. One minute, one minute with mugs. Yeah, that job just, oh my God. It's I, tough, It's man. a tough job. I'm glad man. I never had to do that it's job. It's a tough job. And, you know, I mean, you know, we're not trying to paint Kevin and Bean as, out as these monsters. They're, they're you know, now, well, in am. hindsight, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. you know, they're just, you know, dudes that don't need that to be creative. Do you know what I mean? And they would snap on you, sure, but now I kind of get it. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, it's but, their but, show. But, they want to be good. Of course, like, but- you're- up, then. Yeah, but 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 it's one of those things where I mean they could have used a different approach. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we do. I think we have a so that happened queued up, don't we? Oh, something that happened. Now, this is something yes, I'm not aware of. Yes, we do. Okay. You're gonna love this. <laughs> so that, so that, so that happened. So that, so that, so that happened. How did that really go down? We're gonna break it on down. We hope to enlighten. So so that happened. Okay. So, oh, you know what? So I think what happens with Kevin and Bean is that they have enough problems themselves screwing the show up. Right. They don't need any help from us. That's <laughs> right. what's going on, okay? Uh, this, is, this is 
so classic Kevin and Bean, okay? So we, uh, the Foo Fighters, arguably the biggest band that we have here on K-Rock, right? Right. So we're doing this breakfast with, it's small, intimate place, place holds maybe 200 people. 275 right? people. 275. Mm-hmm. Insane. I mean, if you really think about it, seeing the Foo Fighters at a place like this is, is crazy. Yes. Huge announcement for the Kevin and Bean show to be doing a breakfast <laughs> with the Foo Fighters, right? Yes. You think they would maybe, okay, talk about, okay, this is what we're going to do, or you know what I mean? You know well, what I mean? here's the thing, though. They're going to plan the here, launch. Well, here's, yeah. the, here's yeah. the thing. We yeah. do talk about it. Right before no we say, way. all right, guys, you guys I good? I refuse to believe uh, that. I go in there. I go, you good? We're going to come out. We're going to do this. We have the we have the the montage. We have everything set up. And then we go into it. The guy's like, yep, we're good to go. You're kidding. Let's go. Not kidding at all. You're lying. Not at all. We Before every Wait, announcement, <laughs> we go in. That happened before this one? <laughs> of course it did. It happened before everything. That, that makes this because, so much better. What, the only thing is that because <laughs> we also called a grand prize winner. And usually when we call a grand prize winner, it's like, oh, they didn't pick up. Here's a name. And we move on. Uh-huh. But this winner was so good. I think they spent a little more time with her. Okay. And it kind of lost focus. Are you kidding? Yeah. So. Dude, so, so. So, the, the, so the, it makes it even better knowing that we discuss this. And that's why it's a. That to is, me, it's even that's funnier. Hilarious. So this is out of this mon- we, we I, I built this montage that has all like you know previous breakfast with awesome. And then it has a thank you. And then this has a, a little music bed. And then this is coming out. And what they're supposed <laughs> to do is simple. Just introduce, hey, our, our new Kevin Bean breakfast with is with the Foo Fighters, right? Yeah. And no, they don't do that. Let's do it one more time. The latest breakfast with Kevin. You want the honors? Uh, I would love to have the honors. We just had a conversation last week about the best current rock bands of all time. Mm-hmm. And we all agreed on number one, now, Foo hold on Fighters. A second. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> why? You said, do I want... Right, but I was going to just ask But why you. do you have to... Well, hold <laughs> on. What is the current? That's anticlimactic. <laughs> right, but I didn't know you were going to jump right but in. But I'm because... saying... But you, you, you said, said the... do you want to announce it? And I said, yes. And then I went on to announce it. <laughs> right, but I was Only gonna... when I said the band, you said, hold on. Because I was going to question how oh. it could be the current and all time at the same time. Oh. It, just, it was very confusing. That was so anticlimactic. It didn't feel good for me either. Let's do it again. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the latest Kevin Bean breakfast with is Foo Fighters. Yeah! <laughs> Come on. Better. I like that one better. That's so oh, encompasses encompasses what and how they've built their career with those kind of moments. Do you know what I mean? Right. That goofy, loose, not polished, just but, but two you, dudes having a good time on the air. You know what, what I mean? Yeah, it's but a, you guys heard what happened though, right? Like, what are you talking about? Like, you could hear Kevin when he threw up the greatest or, or the the best current. That that referred to a segment we did about the the best current rock bands, and that threw Bean for loot because Bean always challenged that they were the the greatest of all time, which Kevin mentioned a day prior to that. And so, with throw, Bean wanted to correct them, and Kevin already went into it. Like it threw Bean off for a loop. Love it. And, I get and, it. I get it. But I just love when they, you know, when they take pot shots at each other. They're in the Hall of Fame, dude. Right? They are in the Hall of Fame. And... Uh, so that happened. Yeah. So that happened. So that happened. So we're into October, guys, and I wanted to take you uh, down a trip through, uh, trip through or over memory lane. How do you get to memory lane? You get trip down memory lane. That's what trip you do. Down to memory lane. No, not down, down to memory lane. We just down. We just down memory lane, right? No, go downtown. To electric. No, no, that has nothing to do with it. Oh, my bad. White lines. Nope. Omar, I'm going to guess that you've never heard this audio. Dave, I'm going to guess that you have not heard this audio. Uh, what audio is it? This is Kevin and Bean at their very first pumpkin drop. 
Somehow they came up with the idea that they were going to ring in the Halloween season by by finding a massive 400-plus-pound pumpkin. They were going to hoist it up high, and they were going to drop it. And that would to signify that Halloween is here. Let's party. I haven't heard any of the punk. Uh, just so. this just in, just a breaking news bulletin. I just got <laughs> I just got an email from uh, somebody named Lincoln927. It says, Sam is the worst. He sucks. He's obnoxious. His voice is like a cheese grater on the brain. Tell some stories about Mike, money, anything else, but no more Sam, please. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, shoot. I, I just e- thought that, that was email went breaking. through. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, now back to the uh, Halloween I don't even audio. know what I was saying. There's something about freaking pumpkins. Pumpkin draw. Pumpkin draw. I, pumpkin draw. I just thought oh. that was funny. That was funny. Now, we're going all the way down to Irvine Meadows, 106.7 K-Rock, K-R-O-Q, to Kevin and Bean. I guess you're ready for the big moment. The moment of truth has arrived. Hey, Hold can on. I do something? Who is that? Stop. That is Ramondo. So, oh, so Ramondo and the Blade? No, this is at, so there was Ramondo and the Blade was the morning show before Kevin and Bean. Yeah. And then they they left. They both stayed working different shifts. And Ramondo was running the board for Kevin and Bean. The entire crew went down to Irvine Meadows. This is like 1991, I want to say, <laughs> wow. for Oingo Boingo concerts. So Ramondo is the one on the Blade, uh, on the on the board. The moment of truth has arrived. Hey, can I do some of my, my music that I like to do when we're doing exciting stuff? Quality audio. <laughs> oh, you can do anything you want. Go ahead. He only does that because most of you haven't seen this pumpkin. That's true. It's butt ugly. Mark, are you stuffing those tickets in there? This is Satan's pumpkin. Let me tell you, people out there, this it looks like poor man. All right, here's, there you go. Here's hey, pause, what we've done. pause it. That's Mark the Wiffle oh, Boy right there. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. I would... Uh, if I was running this board, I would be frantically calling somebody on site because of that weird echo. Yeah, oh, they had, we had to deal with that all the time. Yeah. It was horrible. It's, it's because of the stupid PA, and I'd always tell the freaking engineers, put the PA somewhere where it's not going to bounce not back. back. Yeah, never worked. That never, way. never, 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 never. Here's what we've done: we've cut a big hole in the side of the pumpkin, and now we've uh, we've stuffed these uh, raffle tickets on the inside. When the pumpkin drops and explodes, then we're going to come out here. And we're going to start choosing tickets, and we're going to give away T-shirts and front row seats to the concert. That's right, front row seats for tonight's Oingo Boingo show. That's where we are in the parking lot. Why do they seem so bored? <laughs> it's Oingo Boingo show. That's where we are in the parking lot of Irvine Meadows. It's Kevin and Bean. Joe, how are you? Wave, give me the signal. You're ready to go? Cool. Joe's our crane operator. He tells us it's 110 feet, which just screws to hell all the calculations we did earlier in the week, <laughs> figuring out 200 feet. Yeah. But 110 feet, when you're standing here looking up at it, is a pretty ways. darn high. The, I mean, I, don't you think it'd be like jumping off like a third-story building or something? The crane is straight up above our heads, and the, and the, and the uh, rope is coming all the way down. Now, we've got this big hook. We've got the uh, pumpkin. It's about a foot off the ground now. We're getting ready to hoist it up. What do you call that, like a gurney sack or something? That's what we put it in? We'll call it a gurney sack. Hey, listen. <laughs> The priest come over and bless Well, he's not a priest. He's it's Halloween, as you know. This man dressed as the Pope. Oh, the Pope. I'm sorry. How are you, Your Holiness? I'm here to bless a K Rock pumpkin. All these nice people here. Are you really? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Who's that? I I think that's I think that's Wayne Jobson. No. I'm here to bless a K Rock pumpkin. All these nice. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's people. Wayne Jobson. Really? Do you yeah. have a blessing? Do you have one Post- that you use? Host of Reggae Revolution back in the day. Yeah. I think he's still on, like, satellite radio or I something. I think he is, yeah. yeah. Hold on. Is this live? Oh, yeah. This is live. This is, so this is live everything. in the morning. This was oh, Everything then was live. I will say, so far, pretty bad. Pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, come on over here then. Let's 
He's going to bless the pumpkin. The man is dressed as John Paul the Pope. All right, here we go. I'm a blesser this pumpkin for the harvest and throw out those tickets for the lucky winners at Irvine Meadows K-Rock Oingo Boingo Party. Bless you, bless you. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Your whole, what do we call him? Should have got Brian Suits, dude. He was, he was <laughs> much, funnier. much funnier. Your Holiness? You sure. Your Holiness. We'll call him whatever. All right, All right. now test the, uh, we actually have a microphone on the canvas. When the pumpkin hits, we should be able to actually hear every splat. Hello, hello. Yeah, this works. This is the microphone that the, that the pumpkin is going to land on top of. Okay. Romano, are you going to be recording so we can play this back in slow-mo? I've got it rolling right now. All right. All right. <laughs> I got, got it rolling, rolling right now. <laughs> I've got it rolling right now. All right. Oh, man. All right. Uh, what do we have to do? How does this thing work? You're holding the thing to. You're holding the thing while it goes up, right? Yeah, I'm going to hold the trip cord, and then when it gets all the way to the top. Very technical. You're holding the thing. To, you're holding the thing while it goes <laughs> up, right? Yeah, I'm going to hold the trip cord, and then when it gets all the way to the top, I'm going to pull it and run. All right, let's do it. I love this job. Do you need me to hold your mic? Joe, go, baby. Joe's going. The pumpkin is now going up. Made of lots of slack. The crowd is cheering in the background. Hey, hey, Bean. Oh, leave that mic there and come here and hold my mic so I can do this. All right, I'm trying to give it plenty of slack. It's about 50, 75 feet in the air now. All right, now we got one mic on the canvas. That's going to record the sound of the pumpkin splatting. We've got one mic on the crane. And now I've got a mic here as we let, let the thing go up in the air. Man, it goes up pretty fast, doesn't it? Yeah, it's almost at the top. It's about 100 feet now. Ladies and gentlemen, the pumpkin is at the pinnacle. It is at the top. All right, uh, Kevin, go ahead and pull the ripcord. One of the world's largest pumpkins, 435 pounds, going 110 feet. Here we go. hit from a piece of that pumpkin. I was 60 feet away. It hit me right in the kneecap. I had to jump over a big chunk. Did you see that thing go? <laughs> We've got, uh, Ramondo, you can rewind that tape so we can hear that back in slow-mo. <laughs> that's, that's quality radio right When's there. the last time you heard being that excited? I know. That's crazy. So what would they do? They stuffed tickets in the pumpkin and then when it splattered people tickets went everywhere and people ran to yes, it yes it was a free-for-all wow that sounds dangerous <laughs> it was dude <laughs> and that i mean the pieces of slippery pumpkin would just come out at like 70 miles an hour oh, in boy. all directions yeah. yeah people were getting tripped like by pieces of pumpkin sliding on the ground out of wow. all that audio only the third last 30 seconds was worth it it's <laughs> crazy you know i <laughs> had, had to share it with you no 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 no. I, i'm glad we played it all no okay. no i'm just saying yeah. like like today there's no way we would do that because no. it, it was so worthless you know what i mean Those, <laughs> that, that three minutes was worthless and then they they would they would if they were going to do that they would have picked it up from the lunch yeah you know I don't it would have been set up already i don't know it would have been set up already and yeah. then they're like all right here we go now, yeah. you gotta remember guys yeah. this is like oh, two weeks in the making like this is the the you know, like two weeks leading up to this, they talked to the crane guy. They talked to the the guy who grew the pumpkin. They talked like all these people. So you couldn't just do fifteen seconds of the of the total payoff. That sounds well. Right. That's the world Riveting. we live in now. I want man. to talk to the crane guy. <laughs> hey, that's not a crane. <laughs> so you got a crane? Huh? I so I know we were in the way way back machine. I want to bring it current. And you said you had a moment with that you uh, need to play, right? I have two moments with. Oh, sweet. This is uh, from. Uh, today which doesn't matter today. if i say doesn't matter if i say today cuz this is a podcast so but but it's 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 kevin and uh, and by the way this is a moment with that nobody like any and sometimes when kevin does a moment with we don't even hear it anymore yeah. this has got this got pointed out uh, to us by listeners and now it's time for a moment with kevin
but she decided... Does anyone on the show have any actual experience outside of television and or TV? <laughs> that was a moment. Uh, that's at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. yeah. So that was early in the morning. And then this and then... happened uh, <laughs> like in the 9 o'clock hour with uh, Ryan Getzlaff. Yeah. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Uh, what are you with Vegas uh, aside from hockey? What? Fan? What am I? You go. That was a Ryan even calls him out. Wait, wait, wait. The best is that Ryan starts laughing. One more. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. That's the best. That's the best that he's laughing. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. What are you with Vegas aside from hockey? Fan, you go. <laughs> that was a no. with Kevin. I got to buzz Omar right away and be like, "Hey, are you recording?" Because we just got a moment yeah, with that totally. was gold. Yeah. It was like it was like everybody was on high alert here. Yeah. We just have a moment with yeah. we're gonna need because we feel so bad when listeners got to point it out to us. We're like, "How do we not hear that?" And that oh. one, everyone heard. We had to make sure we got that on right away. It's classic. Kevin, oh, Kevin Cam is dog. the he's the gift that keeps on giving, oh, isn't absolutely, he? Uh, absolutely, so much. That's so funny. Oh my gosh! All right, well, bring in some more email. Omar yes. at krock.com, lightning at krock.com, KOM, King Mexico at krock.com. Never get it right. Or call the Afro line, 323 AFRO. Yeah, we got it right that time. What? <laughs> or we, we snap some more music if you guys want to <laughs> oh, get pimped out. Okay, B team. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Yay. Sing it. The B team. Yeah. The B team. The B team. Oh, that's right. The B team. Baby. Oh, hey, Dave, I know you got to go to the meeting. Before yeah. you go, um, I got a secret track. Yeah. I'm waiting for one more. Bob Hope? <laughs> What's that? Hi, it's Kevin and Bean. We're calling from K-Rock again. How are you, Mr. Hope? Yeah, this is Bob. Happy New Year, uh, Mr. Hope. How are your holidays? Oh, jeez. What's that? Oh, you scared me. <laughs> How did we scare you? Huh? Well, listen, Bob, the reason we're calling is we saw that you yes. have... No, no, we're calling to talk to you, Bob. We see that you have received an honor from the Pope, and we wanted you to tell us a oh, little... Oh, yeah, yeah. The papal knighthood. We wanted to ask you about that. It, yeah. d- d- you didn't travel to the Vatican, right? This is You don't have to be there in person or anything, right? No, no. How about that Pope, huh? Yeah, he's the one... Pope that... John Paul II, huh? He's the one that gave you the award. Yeah. Uh, Bob, uh, how did Ricardo Montalban, how did he get this award? Bob, <laughs> what are you doing? Mr. Hope. Mr. Hope? Bob? Bob. Bob! <laughs> did we wake you up? No. All right. How, did... How about that Titanic, huh? <laughs> I love Mark Davis. Bob Hope? See, because Omar, we're going to have Mark Davis, the guy who did Bob Hope, yeah. on an upcoming episode. I don't want him on the show. <laughs>